Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Sure, everything. Uh, 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 All right. Here we go. We in the building. We finally made it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Bridget Todd, say what's up, everybody. What's up, everybody? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is going to be a special show. Uh, tried to schedule this a few times. Bridget was hella, hella busy out at South By, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Making boss moves. How was that like? How was South By? It was good. I've been a couple times. Uh, it was good. I will have to say the thing that I thought was the best experience was seeing all the different, you know, uh, reproductive freedom activists and advocates and like trans advocates and Let's activists go. who were really taking up space for themselves in a state yeah. like Texas. Um, so that was definitely the best part of the experience was seeing how many of those folks just really came there and took up space and made their voices heard. So it was a great time. That's dope, man. I, I know like I my experiences for South, like I always, I'm an artist. So I always went that last week. You know what I'm saying? I never got to go to any other like tech or like film or any of the other stuff, you know? So like my experience always with South by is like, I'm exhausted. You know, I uh, I stayed up too late. I went to things that I didn't need to go to. You know, I was like trying my best to, you know, you 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 rushing and carrying DJ equipment to like 
four different locations and you're just rapping to other rappers. And I, I, I guess that was dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I'm never sad I was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is the difference between your work and my work and our experiences. I'm always there really early for the nerdy stuff. You know, yes. the like, like here's a, pan a panel on climate or like, yes. oh, here's a, t a talk about education. And I usually am gone for the actual fun stuff. The people oh, actually want to see the music and the performances. Yeah. One day I will be able to go and stick around to actually see something that see, is, you I know, feel like, fun. Yes. And one day I'm going to do the other way around. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the like grown up stuff, man, where I'm just not like sweating all night, you know, holding a trillion mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Like this, that would be, uh, I feel like a much better experience. I, at this point, I'm like, unless like, like Rolling Stones themselves are like, yo, we want you to headline. Then I'm, I'm not going. It's like, it is so hard as an artist there. If you don't have like a really good showcase, it's so hard. But, when, uh, when you go, have you gone with a part of as part of a team? Like, do you have a crew with you, or do you go on yeah, your own? Yeah, you go with like usually like the the game for artists is funny. This has nothing to do with what we're gonna talk about. This is a hood politics podcast, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> usually go like you get one good showcase that'll be like this is worth the plane ticket, you know, and all of the hustle to get around. And then as you're there, then you start sort of like politicking and networking to see if you could get on other things. But when you do come, if it's a good showcase, then yeah, you're bringing like, you know, your sound guy, your manager, you know, your DJ, your drummer, whatever you got. Um, but you're you're legit like, like yo, you on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like you footing it down six streets the whole time. You know, you don't bring merch because it's like, no one's buying merch. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not why they're there. You're 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 paying for everything out of pocket, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not like a regular tour date where you could like go out and make some money. And then what's crazy is like the last few times with South by, they a lot of the like the stage managers or sound people, they're volunteers. You know what I'm saying? So they don't really know what they're doing, you know. And it's like depending on again the quality of your showcase, you got a lot of like, you know, struggle rappers who are like think they're more amazing than they are. So they showing up late, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the whole schedule, if you trying to be professional, you like, right. yo, I'm on at 11. So I'm here at, you know, 10, 10, 15, like, you know what I'm saying? Here, plug in, I have my own mic, you know what I'm saying? The last one, the last one I did, the sound person that they had at, at our venue, like, uh, was, I wanna say like Eastern European, like from like a Slavic region and just didn't speak English. Wow. And it was like, I'm glad you there. That's dope. I love, I like, yo, like I honor that hustle to get yourself to South South by, you know what I'm saying? But you running the stage. And yeah. I'm like, hey, I can't hear the monitor. And she was, she was like, it's good. And I'm like, no, I no. You know, the mic's not coming out the mic, the mic's not coming out the monitor. She had no idea what I was saying. So I'm looking, I'm like, yo, the sound person don't speak. I think I don't think the sound person speak English. And the dude that was running was like, yeah, I know, man. So just, you just gotta do your best. I was like, yeah, dog, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot of do your best energy. That's yes. definitely how I would describe it. Yes, that's perfect. But it's, but then you leave and you're like, I'm so glad I did that. That was so fun. I met so many dope people. It's like, anyway, we're all over the place. Welcome to Hood Politics. Bridget, you have a show called, tell everybody what your show's called. 
My show is called There Are No Girls on the Internet. Uh, it is a podcast about technology, the internet, identity, culture, underrepresented voices, and all of that fun stuff. That's so dope. That is such a clever title. Because when I first heard it, I was like, what? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I was, really? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like this never ending. It's almost like the 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 white supremacy project to where it's like there's never it's a never ending black hole of areas where that's affected our life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I when when it comes to like you know gender issues, me as as a as like a cisgendered male, like I keep falling more into that black hole of like. What do you mean there's no girls? I was like, is that yet another place that <laughs> that women have been subjugated? Are you serious? There too? You know what I'm saying? So that really my experience by hearing that title. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear you say this. I get a lot of questions about the title and you really just perfectly summarized why I picked that title, even yeah. though it is a mouthful. Every time I type it, I'm like, oh God, why did I pick such a long title for a podcast? Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, seeing seeing the ways that traditionally marginalized people are um, continue to be, uh, you know, oppressed and, and sort of not really letting our voices shine through, yeah. it completely crosses over onto the internet, onto yeah. other technical realms. And yeah. so I just really wanted to, sh but the thing is, I know that it's traditionally marginalized people, women, queer folks, trans yeah. folks, black folks, yeah. who are actually doing such amazing things on the internet. So it doesn't really make sense then that our voices and our stories yeah. are so underrepresented there in this realm that really we make so special. That's so true. And that's like, the yes, you're like, yes. That's what I was gonna say. That's why it was such a shock to me. Cause when I go, and, I, and I'm like, it's not like I don't believe you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh wow. Okay, teach me something. But in the same way that like, you know, because we're in those marginalized communities, because I know, I know hundreds of black people in tech. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know hundreds of women. I know hundreds of queer folk that are doing, you know, epic shit that I'm like, you just realize like, oh, that's just my world because I am intersectional in the way that I live my life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm around all these intersections that you just, you be forgetting, you know what I'm saying? Like, you be forgetting everybody else ain't got, you know, people, little things like, for example, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm from LA. I'm like, I grew up in South Central and surrounding areas. So I'm like, I can't think of any sort of marginalized like ethnic group that hasn't stratified every socioeconomic class. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's just the way we lived. I was like, my principal in high school was queer, my, boss, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so you just have this, like this, a lot of times it, it, it for me, it's like, I, I, I find myself having to, even though I live in these spaces as a marginalized person, but involved with other marginalized people, I need to be reminded sometimes that like my world, just because I live with y'all don't necessarily mean I really understand everybody else's experience as they leave sort of the safe spaces we all exist in, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think the thing that you, the comparison you made about California, I think really tracks with my experiences because I've been in, in some level of tech or tech adjacent for most of my adult life. And yeah. in all of that work, the people who I've been working with are black folks, brown folks, queer folks, you know, yeah. trans folks, all of that. And so when you look around and you see who gets elevated, whose voices get amplified, whose project gets funding or whatever, yeah. if those people are all white 
cisgender, heterosexual men, that's yeah. a choice. That's not because yeah. there's, that's, it's not that's because not like we're there. not there. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That is a cho- somebody has made a, cho- a deliberate choice yeah. and that's why you're not seeing us. Bang. Which actually leads us to what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the art of capping. And I feel like there was nobody better. Like I almost did this by myself, but I was like, nah, I nah, there's nobody better to talk about this situation than Miss Bridget here. So first of all, for the folks, if you don't know, let's me and you come up with like a working definition of what we mean by cap. Okay. You know, I, I don't know if people have heard that before, like, oh, uh, he capping, oh, that's cap. You know, uh, and then you start playing with it. You know how black folks are. I will start playing with it. Like, oh, that's Captain Crunch. That's Captain America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Captain Marvel. Like, it's just everything is Cap, right? So, if you were to put a working definition on Cap, what do you, what would you define that as? And no Urban Dictionary people, like, let's let's talk. I would define Cap or Captain as lying, as, you know, it's just saying something that's not true deliberately that you know is not true. Boom. That's part of the thing is you have to know it's not true. Mm-hmm. Right. If or if or if not, then you're just misinformed. But like if you cap in, like you know this is not true. What do you think the purpose of cap is? Oh God. I mean, it can be anything, right? So yeah. the majority so in my so I should say in my nine to five job, I uh research and study disinformation and misinformation. And so the definition that you just gave is perfect because the working definition of disinformation is somebody who is lying on purpose to deceive. Misinformation yeah. is somebody who they're not trying to mislead you. They're just saying something that's not true and they don't realize it. And yeah. so we have seen some of the reasons why people cap. The biggest one I would have to say that I see over and over again is for some kind of personal game. So mm-hmm. personal gain. So yeah. just scamming, right? Just like yeah. I'm going to say something that's not true because it's going to get me money, notoriety, more fame, more attention. You know, yeah. even if you're not a disinformation researcher, you know a scam when you see one, right? Exactly. Like you know, we, we all know what a scammer looks like. Yes, exactly. And I am sitting across the Zoom from I feel like God has blessed the specific part of our species, the black woman, with the greatest cap radar <laughs> of anybody on earth. Like, I don't know anybody that can like suss out some cap better than black women. Oh my gosh. I'm so I mean, it's true, right? It's absolutely true. And and in on the podcast, we have covered story after story of yeah. somebody is lying, somebody is pretending to be somebody they're not, and mm. nine times out of ten, it is a black woman who is sniffing it out, being yep. like, I'm not so sure mm, about this. That don't sit right. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? That don't, little, little, little sus. That don't sit right. Uh, so, in your personal or professional, whatever one you're more comfortable with, like, I am positive I I would willing to bet money that you have been in scenarios whether it was directly to you or you're sitting adjacent to someone in some sort of meeting that is just is just the most like mid mediocre person just like spitting some of the most ridiculous 
ridiculous, absurd, like, is anybody, is anybody actually believing this stuff? And then it may, and then sometimes I'm a work, right? So if you can, you know, try to dig into the archives, like think of the one or two of the most absurd, like moments, personal or professional, where somebody was just capping either to you or around you that you was just like, is this fool for real? Oh my gosh, how much time do you have? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the thing about being in tech and tech adjacent. I have had to sit through a lot of conversations with somebody who I knew was lying to my face. And yes. it wasn't, or, or it wasn't even clear to me that they knew they were lying. So much uh -huh. of tech is people believing their own hype, ego, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. You mm -hmm. know, I would say the biggest one that I that I personally have witnessed is People, usually white men, who have some kind of a product that they are selling that they are pitching as this is going to be the thing that saves the Internet, that fixes the Internet, that makes yes. the Internet, you know, a better place to be, a more honest yes. place. And, you know, it's just half of them are just sort of low key scams. And yes. the way that people talk about these ventures it, it, it's almost sort of impressive because it's like, wow, you really have a confidence about about this thing that I am pretty sure is ten. It's like mostly bullshit. Yeah, I was like, you've 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 worked out maybe ten percent of this. Yes, none but of the like, coding's done. Like, and I know it's not because I could tell by the terms you're using. Exactly, and I yeah. think that like. That's one of the reasons why right now you see all of people are sort of obsessed with like scams like Anna Delvey, Fire yeah. Festival, because, you know, I think that we have this weird fine line of wh where is something just the typical tech company, you know, uh -huh. like process of fake until you make it like companies yeah. like Uber, they don't make any money, but yet we think of them as successful companies. Where is the line between that between just a normal thing in tech companies and an actual scam. I think that, that the, the blurring of that line is why we're so sort of fascinated by yeah. people who really just lie for a living. I would love for you to go back and just restate what you just slid by so slickly, which was that Uber don't make no money. Yeah, Uber does not make any money. They have never been a profitable company, which when you really <gasps> think hell? about that, yes. Yeah, so that's why they ain't not trying to like, like actually hire these people, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Cause they're like, well, we're not making no money though. But that yeah. Ah, you just you just enlightened me on something. I never even thought of that. That like, yeah, that, how could they? They don't own none of it. And so I think it, it exactly. And I think that where where is the line between yeah. between just the normal you know, business of tech companies like uh -huh. Uber yeah. uh, and actual scamming and lying. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Whoa. Okay. So cap, like we said, is like, it's a purposeful lie. And for our sake, for the sake of clout in whatever way, whether it's money or fame or power access and anybody, like I said, if you've ever seen a rap video or listened to any sort of music, you like the the cars are rented, you know, the you know, the jewelry's fake, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's cap, you know what I mean? But but it's like sometimes there's like this like sort of understanding that it's part of the job. 
You know what I mean? And in a weird, like you like you was kind of explaining with tech, it's like, some of it's like, yo, that's just part of the game. It is fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna run in there and be like, hey, I need y'all to pay me $10 million for a half finished product. Right. You know, like, like no, I have to, I'm not gonna give you some, no. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I got a cap for a little bit, like, you know, and use some sort of intentional, you know, very intuitive, incarnational, you know, community building. You got to do the hand thing, you know. Uh, I wish I could see <laughs> Lots this. Lots of gestures. Lots of gestures, you know, the, you know, kind of, kind of the putting things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so like Cap's kind of like part of the game. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I think the next part I want to do is like, let's talk about a couple different kings of cap and maybe we can uh, possibly crown the king of cap here. Oh my gosh. I, I, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> this is, this is, there's never been a question that I am more prepared yes. to answer because I, I think about this a lot. I know you are. So. Let's start with like Russian cap. Right now that's in the news, you know, Russian TV talking about Ukrainians uh, using human shields and then not letting nobody else have news shows on their TV. It's like, don't, don't, don't ask cap. You know what I'm saying? And throwing these like clearly like Trump style, like, you know, rallies, like 
quoting Bible scriptures, which is to me probably the most bizarro world thing that I've ever seen come out of Russia modern. And it's like, are you, did you just, did you just quote the Bible right now? Like, <laughs> I was like, I feel like yo, yo cap wing and the like conservative white evangelical cap wing needs to have a meeting because y'all not on the same page no more. Absolutely. I mean, I remember, I can't, I can't remember who it was, but it was some um, like right wing elected official or, or, or person who was like running for office who was at the Republican gathering that happened just recently talking about how she liked Russia because they were a Christian nation and all of this. Like, and I was like, like what Wait, is happening? What? Yeah. I was like, like, what, like <laughs> what is this? When did y'all, what? And it's almost like, that's the part that like blow my mind. I'm like, man, y'all can't even keep up with your own stories. Yes. Because <laughs> number one, it's like, well, they've always had a Russian Orthodox church. So even when you were saying that there was a completely godless secular cult culture, I was like, well, they they have their own church. It's just a yes. So you're already wrong. You know what I'm saying? And then, but that was y'all's line. And now it's not your line? And I'm like, what? That's God. Yeah. It's, well, it's one of those situations. Do you ever know somebody who scams and lies and caps so much they can't even keep their own BS straight? Like yes, that's I what do. it is, where it's like, it can't be, these, some of these things contradict each other. They all can't be true. Which they, one is it? Yeah, I don't I don't know how y'all, like how are y'all, how, okay. And then, so then at that point, you looking at the rest of the audience like, hey, y'all ain't hear that? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, luckily, she was speaking at like a Republican. Um, I can't remember. I, I want to say it was CPAC or Turning Points USA. So yeah. luckily for her, I don't think anybody in the crowd was really like, hmm, let me put on my critical thinking yeah. cap and wait a minute. <laughs> think through I was what taught, she's saying. Yes, I was taught my entire life that <laughs> they were the access of evil. You know what I'm saying? The picture of everything ungodly. That's what you told me they was throughout the entirety of my middle school. Now all of a sudden, okay, got you. Uh, and you, you've been doing, working in disinformation and like, you know, troll farms, Twitter bots and all this such that, you know, some of it comes out of the Eastern Bloc, some of it does not. Um, that I would love to hear you like, like put us on game right now on how, where that's come from, how it's evolved, how it's gotten more sophisticated, and how we probably have all fell for it. Oh, I I mean, I work in disinformation for a living and I've definitely fallen for it. Um, I think I would like to say there are sort of two kind of buckets to be thinking of this in. Um, one is the, you know, foreign born dis bad actors who use things like bots and what we yeah. call inauthentic accounts to spread confusion on the okay. internet. And then you have, you know, domestic bad actors. And I, I think that before the invasion of Ukraine, I think that we were focused a lot on, you know, foreign bad actors meddling on our, on our social media platforms and on our elections and things like that, mm -hmm. to the point where we were not, uh, not often talking enough about sort of domestic bad actors doing wow. the same thing or like, or so I, but I think that with the invasion of Ukraine, we have, you know, renewed, a renewed urgency around talking about inauthentic accounts being driven mm -hmm. by by foreign actors. And so Russia has a very long history of using inauthentic bot accounts to specifically target Black folks on social media. Um, mm -hmm. One of my favorite episodes I've ever done on the podcast is 
talking to a woman, um, a black woman, Shafika Hudson, uh-huh. who was really among the first people to start sniffing out these inauthentic accounts. Let's these go. accounts would pretend to be black women. They would they would say things or they would use like a like a picture on their Twitter profile of a black woman that they just stole from the internet. Yeah. And they would basically just say outlandish stuff trying to spread confusion and chaos and mistrust. And so a lot of times what you see, the ultimate goal of these bad actors is to spread mistrust. So like, I don't trust you. You don't trust me. Neither of us trust institutions or elected officials. Just generally create a vibe of mistrust. And so Shavika Hudson, luckily as a black woman, really was able to snip this out. And the way that she was able to snip this out was so genius it was because these accounts would try to mimic the way that black women speak, but get it crazy wrong. Like they would say things, yeah. That's what would catch me. That's the part that would get me because we don't ever refer ourselves as the blacks. Exactly. We don't exactly. talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, when have you ever heard a black person refer to our, our, like ourselves, our community as the blacks, a black? Never. I've never heard this. We've never done that. That, that was going to be like, I was going to say, yo, yo, first that... Her saying that because that's used to what happened to me. You know, you get these replies and you looking at the profile picture and I'm like, oh, it's a black dude. But I'm listening to him talk and I'm like, oh, you're not black at all, homie. Like, you know, and it's like and it's not even awesome. Like, listen, there's a diversity of thought. You know, you can have different political views. We're not a monolith. So I can hear, you know, and at least understand a very like fiscally conservatives, you know, socially liberal, constitutionalist black dude. He's still going to talk like a black dude. Mm-hmm. Like there is an, like that's the thing. There is yeah. an authenticity to our experience. There is yeah. not, like we, the black community, the black, black and brown folks, we are vast. We contain yeah. so many, you know, we're very multifaceted and that's totally. one of the parts, one of the beautiful parts of our community, but yeah. there's still going to be an underlying authenticity. Right? Yes. And so I think that is, I, I just love how, as black women identifying these fake accounts, that kind of becomes our superpower. The ability to see and understand black authentic expression. Yes. That is something that really saved us and gave us the ability to protect our own like online communities yes. against bad actors. Yes. Yes. Facts. I, I love it, dude. And I and I I've even experienced on my own end somebody that's like what I started naming myself as like overwoke, where it was almost like a bad actor on the other end. Like you trying to like rile me up on some on some like like my father's a Black Panther, so I'm like I already know that they've like whatever data they use to mine whatever I am and who I follow and stuff like that. You already know like what terms you're supposed to drop on me. You know what I'm saying? And then and then the issues for which they picking up on and how angry they are and what and i'm just like because again like you said there's an authenticity of the experience because at some point i'm gonna be like hey bro you need to chill like you know what i'm saying yeah. like hey fam like listen listen happy thanksgiving i get it you know what i'm saying <laughs> like we don't celebrate the pilgrims you know but these the collard green slap we all right. go home and eat the, we understand we have this dual consciousness, bro. Like, hey, fam, like, yo, chill. You not at your grandma's house right now? Nah, you not real, dog. You not even, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, yeah. and I love how you put that. And isn't that dual consciousness, that dual experience, that is such an authentic part of how yeah. all of us show up, I, I feel. Um, and then I just want to say something else to your point about, you know, these overwoke people who you feel like are trying to rile you up. 
The answer is probably that is exactly what's going on. Yeah. You know, one thing that we see a lot about the way that disinformers and bad actors uh, operate online is that they use things that are legitimate tensions yes. that exist in our community or legitimate fractures, particularly things that are like sensitive or difficult yeah. to talk about that we don't talk about. So a good example would be tensions between black folks and Latino folks, right? And yeah. so we've seen bad actors time and time again ex exploit that that specific tension yeah. that does actually exist. And so, yeah. you know, and just another point uh, to your point, um, during the summer of 2020, when we saw all of those, you know, uprisings and protests around yeah. the globe for racial justice, Twitter actually confirmed, and I think Facebook did too, though don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. I know that Twitter did. They confirmed that some of the people who you might have thought were black folks on social media who were, you know, inviting people to, to you know, participate in, in violent activities like, oh, we're going to go like we're upset about racial justice. We're yeah. going to go to a, a white suburb and burn it down. Those were run by white supremacists. Right. Yeah. Like these platforms have confirmed that. And so yeah. if you if you ever feel like somebody online is posing as a black person and really trying to rile you up along something that is an, an identified existing like trigger point for you. Yeah. You're not paranoid for thinking that's what's going on. No, it's been confirmed. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, again, that's see that exact example is like, yo, that's bullseye of who I'm trying to talk to in this show and why I made the show. Cause it's like, dog, you know this experience. You knew a kid like that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, homie, he talking shit. You gonna let that nigga talk to you like that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we finna ride tonight, man. You pulling up or not? You know, ride or die, bro. Hey, you don't let him talk about the hood like that. It's like, hey, homie, you know what? That's your problem. That beef you got with that boy, that's between y'all and him. Y'all outside, he say he outside waiting for you. I'm gonna be right here. You know what I'm saying? Cause I like, yes. you, you ain't finna pull me into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my hood. I love my set. But listen, it's different. I'm over here. I'm sitting here eating tacos. You should have left. You should have left that man alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I know. Well, I think I talked about it once before on another show. But it's a very, like, specific, like, real life experience. Me and I'm just playing outside. And some boys just happen to be walking by. And did nobody tell you? Did nobody tell you to press these dudes? Hey, homie, where you from? It's like, bro, they on they they was on their way. They was already past our yard. You you did not need it. So now we all got to fight. And I'm like, okay, listen, bro. Like, so that's what I'm saying. So use those same antennas you remembered that was gonna get you in trouble. Y'all all suspended because he mad. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Use them same antennas that you remembered. Like, nah, I'm not going to that party. I ain't going to that kickback. Y'all y'all going where? Y'all ditching fourth period? Nah, I'm chill. I'm cool. Like, look, them same antennas. You know what I'm saying? Use that for going to burn that white suburb. Like, really? Exactly. I love how you put that. And again, you don't need to be a disinformation no. researcher to see the to, to be like, oh, I I recognize this, right? Yeah. Tr tr that 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 same antenna, that same yeah. gut feeling where yeah. you're like, this doesn't seem right. Nah, that is a feeling I think that we should all we would all be served by leaning into, especially when we're having these tense conversations yes. online. Yes, so good. Woo, okay, so Russian cap, bad actors cap, what about a media cap? So how you feel about Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson might be my number one uh, cap cap of the year, maybe. Yo, uh, okay. He, the he's Thanos also of just cap. so, exactly, he's just so good at it. Like. That's He's really say. good at it. Yo, because what 
What's so brilliant, and I hate to use that term, but what's so brilliant about the Tucker Carlson cap is there's two things. It's a new show, knowing damn well this ain't no new show. Knowing, knowing this is an opinion show. And if you ask him, if he's pressed in court, he's like, this is entertainment. Exactly. The news happened at like noon, like this entertainment show. So that's like, okay, so you've already set up the game. If somebody press you on it, that's like, what are you talking about? It's entertainment. Like, no, it's people don't take me serious. Knowing full well, everybody take you serious. And then two, he know how to say something by not saying something. Like right now, I'm I'm really impressed with his like, I'm not gonna be pro Putin because that's crazy. Cause I'm a but I'll be anti anti Putin. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't that it, it's so savvy. Yes. The way that no you couldn't point to like unfortunately I have watched quite a bit of Tucker Carlson yes. in the last few months. Yes. I couldn't point to him being specifically pro Putin. Yes. He's very good. So you couldn't you couldn't get him on that. Yeah. But he the way that he is able to be anti anti Putin, it's just it's brilliant. It's, it's really it's brilliant. I, I I hate to give him a compliment, but he really he's He's not new to this. He's true to no. this. He like really there knows what go. he's doing. That man, I, like, I, I got him up there. I got him up there as as like, uh, he fighting for one and two for me, because because it's brilliant. You know what I'm saying? He has a way of sanitizing clearly Nazi thought. Like this is like, and if you just just, it's one of those things to where it's like, you just 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 push a little, just just pull the curtain down a little, and you're like, oh, I. I see what you did there, you know, and it's and it's quite a skill. I think there's a lot of people, you know, out here in the world of normies that probably have that same skill. They just don't have the access somebody like a tech, Tucker Carlson have or the death inside of their soul to, <laughs> to be willing to do what they doing. You know what I'm saying? But that art, like that art of like saying it by not saying it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way that when he makes content about race, yeah. that is when you really see him really say it without saying it. Like, yes. he basically is able to insinuate some pretty ugly, dark yeah. things about communities of color. But again, it's done in this way where if you had to point out, like he makes it very difficult to point out yes. specific quotes that he has said. But yeah. anybody, and you, anybody can see what's going on. Anybody yeah. can read between the lines and say, like, oh, I, I understand what he's trying to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you go, yeah, so when you go, so what you're saying is, which us who are listening and have heard this line before, what you're saying is, by virtue of our very nature as black and brown folk, we are not able to be as civilized as the people that you serve. That's what you're saying. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's like, where did you hear me say that? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. You didn't say that. Got you. That's cap. But you know you're saying it though. Exactly. And you, yeah. and you know who else knows? His viewers. His, His viewers, viewers know exactly definitely pick up exactly what, what he's, he's putting saying. down. Yes.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I think we witnessed a smorgasbord of cap in the last uh, Supreme Court nomination hearing. Oh, my gosh. It was hard. Did you watch the hearing? It was hard for me to watch. I couldn't I couldn't keep it on. I marveled at. There's a few things I marveled at. I felt a little anthropological because I'm like, as someone who has lived my entire life under the watchful eye of black women, whether it's <laughs> my sister, all my te- all my teachers, you know, my all my aunt, whatever the case may be, her ability to not show her cards, you know what I'm saying, remain calm, not raise my voice, know what the hell I'm talking about. Switch to switch her pitch, switch your tone, answer a question, diffuse your question, know how to not answer you, knowing what you're saying is ridiculous, and then but not saying this is ridiculous, but I'm gonna answer, you know, answer a fool in his folly. Like I'm gonna answer your folly, right? Was to me was like, oh, this is y'all don't understand. This is what they do. Like <laughs> she's exceptional, but not for that. That's not what makes her exceptional. That's what they all do. <laughs> Absolutely. I cannot agree more. I would I almost feel like so so yes to everything that you just said. Uh-huh. And for me, watching that, I, I have to say I had a almost kind of I, I didn't expect to be almost sort of so emotionally almost triggered by it because yeah. 
as you said, every black woman in America recognizes the the, the masterful dance that she has to do yes. to get to, to basically be publicly disrespected for hours on yes. national television and act like one, it's acceptable, which it shouldn't be. Of course. And two, respond with like grace and aplomb and not and make it seem like, oh, well, thank you for that question. It definitely yeah. is not disrespectful. Definitely doesn't, you know, set me up to feel disrespected, does yeah. not disrespect my years of experience. Um, yeah. It, so I, I definitely recognized that in the hearings, but it was just hard for me. I was like, this is, this yeah, is I, so I, didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like watching her have to do that. And it's so bad. Yeah. I can recognize that she did a great job. Yeah. Do you, do you have, do you have a recollection of what you think, which one of the questions or, or senators or things was like the most capitalicious? Oh yes, uh, definitely. I think it was Ted Cruz's line of questioning around um, this, uh, this, complete nonsense idea of her being quote soft on like sexual predators yeah, yeah. so that has complete roots in debunked nonsense QAnon yeah. theories and also the way that he framed that question of trying to get her to explain why she sentenced this um person who was i guess a convicted oh, of child yeah, pornography yeah, yeah, yeah. um for like for you know a certain amount of, of years in prison and she was like well i it's not my job to you know i don't come up with sentencing guidelines it's my job as a judge to you know work within those guidelines, which I don't make. And when I think it was Dick Durbin was like, I think that she's answered the question, time to move on. Ted Cruz was like, well, I guess, you know, why don't you want the American people to know the truth of what happened with this child, this, this child pornography case? And so again, going back to sort of saying something without saying something, yeah. it's so clear, clear as day to me yeah. that Ted Cruz was trying to evoke this debunked QAnon theory that Absolutely. You know, elected officials are involved with, you know, child pre being child predators and all and things of that nature and you know the reality is is you know in my day day job i work for a survivor justice organization survivor justice organizations and survivor justice advocates are so clear that judge jackson we see her as an advocate for yes. us we support her and this idea that he can use you know like her like her being soft on child predators or soft on sexual yeah. violence against her is so disingenuous and disgusting. Like it's mm -hmm. so clear what he's doing. And the reason why it's effective, the reason why these QAnon theories haven't gone away is that so many people are survivors of sexual violence. And so yeah. he knows it's something that, that is going to, you know, really have a sticking quality because so many people have experienced it. And it's just ridiculous, not to mention dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous to publicly associate somebody with something as horrible as yeah. being a child predator. And and yeah, I, I thought that was definitely the most unacceptable yeah. extreme cap of the entire hearing. Yeah. Ted Cruz, uh, I don't know anyone that's so ferociously bad at what he's trying to do. Oof. Like it's, it's, it's a marvel to me because it was like, like you said, that 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 cap was so clear and paper thin. It just wasn't clever. You're like, you're not even good at this. You know, um, his his clear like clout chasing with the like holding up the book and like trying to trying to land a 30 second segment on, you know, the news tonight. I'm like, bro, do you have any concept of how the media works? You put the book on the screen. You understand that everybody gonna go buy the book now? You're so bad at this, bro. Like, you you don't put it on the, you ain't supposed to put it on the camera, bro. Like that's, 
You just put this man's book cover in front of the world. You don't think people ain't gonna Google that? And like, you're so bad at this, dog. Like, that's not that's not how cloud chasing works. And that book shot up to number one. That's what uh, I'm trying to say. Pretty much overnight. Yeah, the book went so to number one overnight. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are so bad at this. Like, uh, yeah. So I would, yeah. I I thought the way that she answered that because I wasn't really clear on like the QAnon stuff, the debunk stuff. So I was like, let me hear what let me hear what she got to say. And the way that she answered it, um, for y'all that don't know, she's basically like, listen, dude. You know, pre-internet. If you were to to um, pass out child pornography, you had to pound the ground. You was putting them in the mail, right? So it took a lot of effort for you to get a hundred pieces of of child porn out. Yo, that's footwork. Like it's a lot of work. Right now, from the internet, you can click one button and put a million pieces out. So you like, okay, that is that volume or effort? And you got to ask me who put in more effort, who put in more volume. And my job was to say, okay, in this situ situation in 1980, this man went out of his way, you know what I'm saying? To buy stamps, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to go to the post office, to Xerox all this stuff. So I had to calculate that into my judgment. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. And I don't understand why you would, what What does that got to do with being soft on crime? Like you tying this together in a way that clearly don't make sense. And so for me, I'm like, even if you was gonna pick something to cap on, that one's easily torn down. That's why I'm like, you not good at this. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that, you know, the way that you put it, it's like, I think people like Ted Cruz were using that confirmation hearing process to, grandstand i yeah. think that they you know it's just stunts again if yeah. you if you you know you don't have to be a political scientist or a scholar to recognize a stunt when you see one Absolutely. we all know somebody who pulls stunts yes. you know it's the same it's the same thing you're looking for your moment you're looking for to get that booking on fox news or tucker yep. carlson to explain your little stunt yep. uh and that's what it is yep you know this is in this like equal opportunity i still never get over uh you know nancy pelosi and her and her kente cloths Neil, I was oh like, my God. this is the most of you. Again, you're bad. You're not good at this. That was the uh, most absurd. I was like, ma'am, ma'am, get, get you gonna hurt yourself. Get off that. Get off your knee, ma'am. Just don't, don't bend down like that, ma'am. Just uh, don't. Who on her team told her that was a good idea? <laughs> like, ma'am, this only reads as cap. You not helping. Your helping ain't helping. Just <laughs> your helping ain't helping, ma'am. Can you please just get off? Don't. Yeah. When she tried to take the knee, I was like, oh, oh, Miss Pelosi, don't do that. You ain't gonna be able to get up. You're not doing what you think you're doing. Just cap. So our three candidates, four candidates, Russian media, social media bad actors, Tucker Carlson or the Supreme Court hearings? Rank them for me. Well, Tucker Carlson's number one. Number He's one, king of cap. Number one, king of cap. King, king of, of cap. And that's really saying something. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say number two, Russian state media. Okay. I'm gonna say number three, the hearings. Yes. And just the general 
horribleness on display. Yes. And then number four, sort of general social media bad okay. actors. I have I have no notes on that list. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> All right. So to close out the show, I'm going to give you um, three things and two out of three. If you get two out of three correct, you win. Question is factor cap. Okay. So these are news headlines. Tell me if they're factor cap. Ooh, if I'm bad at this, I'm going to I'm going to be shaming myself <laughs> as a disinformation specialist. <laughs> well, I'm not giving you a lot of information, though. Okay. All okay. right. So the first one is the first one is. Uh, no one has any idea when April Fools started as an event or a holiday, but we kind of think the customs go back to Renaissance Europe, but most likely started much earlier than then. That sounds like fact. Correct. It is fact. Ah. Good job. Okay. Number two for, uh, Valentine's day. The Bronx Zoo had a litter of meerkats. And for a small price, you can get one of them meerkats to be named after your boo thing. Ooh, I think I heard this story. I don't remember it being meerkats. I, I'm going to say true because I want a meerkat named after myself. I would love a meerkat <laughs> named after me. Uh, but it's cap. It was actually roaches. Roaches. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. Ooh, I have a couple of people who I feel like would really be a, be a good roach name. <laughs> we it, should get one and name it Tucker Carlson. Yes. It's only $15. Oh, I'll do that after this. Let's yeah. do it right now. <laughs> Let's name this. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh man, oh that's so perfect. All right, factor cap. Mickey Mouse is coming out. Oh, that's gotta be cap. Wait, wait. Is that is it fact? It's a trick question. I tricked you. <laughs> the Republicans, the Republican uh 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 media is convinced that because of the direction that Disneyland is going, that they're like, well, next thing we're gonna know, Mickey Mouse is gonna be gay. <laughs> so they've called him gay. I see. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's huh? a, that was a really, really good one. Yeah, I tried to trick always, you on that one. They're always upset about something. Do you remember when they made the green, the green M and M less horny? Yeah, she was too sexy. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just like. Y'all like with that one, I was like, man, y'all bored. Like, y'all just bored. I feel like there's plenty of things. I almost sometimes I want to. Sometimes I feel like, man, let me let me write y'all's points. It's almost like if I was being, if I was gonna be like, if we was in a battle, like if we was battle rapping, I would be like, for this to be more fun for me, I'm gonna give you things to say to me because the stuff you coming up with is trash. Like, Ugh. there are so many things you could say 
There's so many things you could deal with. You know what I'm saying? You could talk to us about the fact that we really don't know how we feel about the police. You know what I'm saying? Like, we because we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had like you said, the 2020 uprising, we had defund the police everywhere. And then and then Cory Booker got on that thing and was like, we're never gonna defund the police. And you're like, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> like, you know, or or cap like drag us on the fact that when we say defund the police, we don't mean defund them. We mean defund them. And you like, well, what the hell does that drag us on that? You know what I'm saying? Make us answer that question. Make me explain what I mean by that. But that's not what you're doing. You mad. You mad because Mickey might be by. <laughs> it's wild. And I think, you know, this really, it really comes back. This is like one of the biggest, my biggest problems with disinformation is that yeah. we spend so much time, so much oxygen gets taken out of the room yeah. for having the actual conversations yeah. that we should be having. Yeah. Conversations about things like policing and yes. things like real things. Yes. We don't spend time talking about the real things yes. because we're too busy talking about the outrage around Mickey being bi or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like Some We spend so much time on the ridiculous that we then don't get to the substantive or the yeah. thoughtful or the things that are actually going to like get us some progress and help us move forward. We just don't, we don't have time to talk about it. We're too busy talking about Mickey. Oh God, so yes. Oh man. Well, I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna say you won the factor cap game because I gave you a trick question. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate you participating. And I also appreciate you participating with this show and making time for us. Thank you so much for being here with us. This was so much fun. I, I'm so glad we were able to make it happen. Uh, yes. Yeah, you. I, I, lo I love the framework that you bring to this work. It's really, really great. Dope. Thank you. And I love your work. Again, everybody, there are no girls on the internet. Please listen to the show. Like, I, I have learned so much from your show, from your presence, even, even just now in this. You just, you've taught me on this show. Uh, yo, this was so dope. Now, where can they follow you on the, on the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Bridget Marie or on Instagram at Bridget Marie in DC. Bridget Marie in DC. Are you from DC? I am born and raised. My mama from DC. Oh, whereabouts? So actually, here's a funny story. She just wrote me like, uh, I mean, almost like a hundred page. I just said off the top one day, I was like, you know, you never really know your parents. And she was like, you know, I never thought of that. And then she was like, I'm gonna write you a letter. So. She, listen, started off in Southwest and then went to Southeast to the East, East Capitol projects, which are not there. Now it's uh, the East Capitol urban farm. So oh. it's a it's an urban farm. They knocked it down. It's an urban farm right there, but it was called the East Capitol Projects, right? In Southeast. And uh, I was, I'm trying to think of the name of the street that goes all the way out to like Upper Marlboro. It's like one street, is it 202? I don't know. But either way, East Capitol Projects, that's where she was originally from. Then they moved to, by the time I was around, my grandmother lived in Northwest on 311 Taylor Street. So, and then, but my family is a scatter plot of my, my mom's side. I'm born and raised in LA, but my mom's side, like 
Capitol Heights. Uh, you know, I just left everybody buried in Fort Lincoln on Blakesburg Road. That's where wow. all my family at. Um, I just left because we just had a funeral. But yeah, Fort Lincoln Cemetery right on Bladenburg Road. You wow. know what I'm saying? I, I am just a few blocks away from Taylor as we as we Serious. Speak. Yeah. <laughs> dog, that was our ground, man. Taylor Street, dog. Yeah. That was our that was my mama hood. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Shout yeah. out to, to Mrs. Prop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She a DC Bama. You feel me? I remember my cousins used to come out like my my first introduction to like go-go. Like when they would they would come and they would bring tapes to me. And I didn't get it because I was like, these are already songs. You just you just sang these are just bad recordings of other songs like i was like i don't get it until i was old enough to go and then once i went to a go-go i was like oh sold there is no there is no better turn up there's than nothing a like go-go like it's, there's nothing like it in the world if anyone's listening and you're like what is go-go come to dc i will take you to a go-go turn up you will have the yes. best time of you your have life to go like that's what I, that, that's what i learned you have to go once i went i was like i get it now Yes, yes. And I'm saying this as somebody that you cut me open, the Pacific Ocean comes out. Like, I ain't make California. <laughs> but I was like, I understand that. Anyway, thank you so much one more time. DC girl, Bridget Todd. No girls on the internet. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, this here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip. T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens. Executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media and the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see y'all next week. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, 
or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit MortonBuildings.com to get started today. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.